If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. What's June Diane Raphael's favorite Christmas movie? Why do pillows sleep all day and how to get your kid off being addicted to Oogie Loves. All this and more on today's very important Last Looks. Everybody, places. It's Last Looks. This is the last look. But Paul's such a stand-up guy. He lets us all say goodbye. To last week's film. See you later. Gotta go. Cheerio. Ta-ta. Hello, all you milkshake suckers, silent bongo players, and hoardy vacuum cleaners. I'm your host, Paul Shear, and welcome to How Did This Get Made's Last Looks, where you get to voice your issues on Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure. You hated this movie, and I can't wait to hear more reasons why. Today, we have a very special guest on the show, the one, the only, Miss June Diane Rayfield joins me for Just Chat. Jason couldn't be here, so it's June and I. We go dark, we go light, we go weird. Stay tuned for that. Plus, we're going to reveal next week's movie. And as always, I will try to solve your problems on Paul's Helpline. But first things first, a big shout out to Quinn for that amazing opening song. Thank you, Quinn. We love these songs. If you have one for Last Looks, send them into How Did This Get Made at Earwolf.com. But keep them short. 15 to 20 seconds is best. Now. Let's get into it. I know we talk a lot about movies, but there are bigger things out there. You got problems? Let me solve them. It is now time for Paul's Helpline. Ooh, I love that neon sweatsuit bringing the heat. Okay, uh, this one I truly love and I get. Uh, Christy, tell me your problem. Hey, Paul. Um, looking for some advice from you. I'm kind of worried that my husband and I have made a pretty big mistake. Um, we watched Oogie Loves with our two kids um, who are six and three, and they love it um, so much that the younger one actually asked to watch it as like her comfort show when she's not feeling well. So we've seen it too many times. Um, is there hope for us yet? Um, any advice on how we can get through this? You'd appreciate it. Um, thanks again for coming to Detroit. You're awesome. Bye. Oh no, Christy. I am so sorry, but this is what I was talking about. There's not much difference between the Oogie Loves and the shit I've been watching. I watch so many episodes of Thomas the Tank. Uh, And I hate that show. I hate it with a passion. And it's humorless and not like it's devoid of humor is what I mean. And so what I'm saying is 
at least there's something to look at in Oogie Loves. I, I don't think it's that bad. Yes, you made a mistake. It might be a comfort thing, but know this. The one thing I know about kids is they grow out of it. What they like right now, they'll be done with in a month. Start putting on some holiday movies and they'll forget about it. You'll be watching Home Alone 2 10 times a day in no time. Um, Christy, God God bless you. You're doing the Lord's work and uh, I hope you bought it because if you're renting it multiple times, that's another fallacy. Once your kid likes them and buy it, spend that money. June used to rent it over and over again. Why are you renting it? It's not like we're not in the old days of like blockbuster. Just buy the shit. 19 bucks. You're not saving any money by spending $3.99 on it. Anyway, thank you, Christy. Good luck. Let me know if you go insane. If you do, we will raise uh, some money for you to get you out of that mental institution. Um, now, uh, I will say this. You're not alone because Alex in Michigan also is dealing with this. So, Alex, I see you. I hear you. Uh, and you know what? This is what you get. You like adult podcasts. You want to bring your kids into it. It's your fault. You know what? Treat this movie like you treat an R-rated film, people. So if you have not watched it yet and you have young kids, don't think, oh, we could do a two-for-one. I can enjoy it on one level. They can enjoy it on another. No. You open up a Pandora's box there. So Alex and Christy, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, all right. So now last week I asked you to call in with some Thanksgiving gripes. We got a lot of incoherent calls from very intoxicated listeners, <laughs> which I loved. I did love. I could not air them, but I loved them. But luckily, uh, a couple of you kept your shit together. Um this was from an anonymous caller. Take a listen. Hey, Paul uh, and team. Happy holidays, everybody. Hope all is well. Um, you said to send some information about venting regarding life, like personal things. So I thought I'd vent a little bit to you. Um, tomorrow I get to spend lunch with my dad's side and dinner with my mom's side. And my mom hates her dad's side. And my dad uh, gets frustrated by my mom's side. And I get to sit in the middle of all of it in which I get to be frustrated by absolutely everybody. Uh, my general means of getting through this is to just enjoy some wine and try to keep calm. But if you have any suggestions about how to get through the holidays, dealing with family and all their bullshit, I would love to hear it. And best wishes again to everybody. Thank you so much. Now, I couldn't quite put this together. You're having two separate meals. How do you deal with it? That's the best of both worlds, my friend. You don't have to deal with it. You know what? I think what you say whenever you do it, because this is how I grew up my entire life. My parents were separated. I would go to my dad's. I would go to my mom's. I'd spend different time with them. My dad never talked about my mom. My mom occasionally talked about my dad. Um, but you could just nip it in the bud. You know what? You say, you know what? We're having such a good time. Let's forget about them for today. Let's just pretend they don't exist. Like create a game about it. You know, redirect is what I've learned also as a parent. Redirect attention to something else. You know, find something else to talk about. Uh, I think the thing that is so hard is to, not that you have to pick a side, but your parents sometimes when they're not being respectful of you, want you to pick a side. Uh, so you could either lean into that and just pick a side and just get it. Because basically all you want to do is get them off the topic. So redirect it, agree with them, or uh, just make a rule. We'll make a rule that makes us all happy. We're never going to talk about them. We'll pretend they don't exist for today, just for today. Maybe that will work. Let me know how that goes, Anonymous. Uh, next call, John from Ohio. Hey, Paul, this is John from Ohio. I'm calling to let you know, ask you a question about Thanksgiving. I recently found out a member of my extended family, very nice young man, brilliant, great family man, just sold a business for $100 million. Now, I'm not sure that everybody knows I can handle that sort of information. Some people in the family, maybe not. Should I not say anything? Or if I'm sitting beside him, maybe say something like, these potatoes are delicious. I could probably eat like 100 million plates of them. Let me know. Thanks, Paul. Happy Thanksgiving. Whoa. Wow. Now I kind of want to know what this company is. No, you should not do that potato thing. Don't be a jerk. You want this guy to take you on vacations with you or do something fun. Um, what I would suggest is you don't say a goddamn word, but you could corner him and politely say, my gosh, I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. Uh, you know, let me know if I can run an interference for you with the family or you're telling them or whatever. But I say play dumb to your family. You don't want to have that information. Let them come to you. You can watch them get all spun out about it. But I would say to that person, just 
be kind of cool about it and take him on the side and and uh, and just you know get in his good graces. My goodness, this guy's a hundred million bucks. Get a good stocking stuffer gift from him or something. Uh, anyway, we are always looking for more Paul's helpline voicemails. If you need some advice or second opinion about anything, please give me a call. Now, here's the thing. Um, the holidays are coming up, and we just re-released our Babes in Toyland episode where I got into a fiery debate with June and Jason over whether or not a sled is a good gift. Okay, I still believe that the sled is just something your family should have. I don't think it should be given as a gift. but Be that as it may, I want you to call in and rant about the worst gifts you've ever received. For Hanukkah, for Christmas, for whatever you're celebrating, let me know and we will determine here on air if you are right about it or wrong about it. Uh, All right. I want to hear from you about these gifts. Uh, Just give me a call at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-PAUL-ASK. People, if you have not heard... How Did This Get Made is going to vinyl. That's right. We are making a limited edition, a bespoke piece of art. How Did This Made is making a Drop Dead Fred LP. That's right. We have a double album, a double vinyl album of our episode remastered by our audio engineer, Devin Bryant, to crystal clear perfection. Now you can own this amazing piece of art one-time pressing. That is it. Uh, Just go to Bandcamp, hdtgm.bandcamp.com to order it. Now we've already made our goal, which allows us to print it, but you can keep on ordering because we are only taking orders at this point. For the next month, Whoever gets in, that's it. After we get all those orders, we are never printing it again. It's a beautiful piece of art. One side is a drop dead Fred side. The other side is more of a Team Sanity side. I should say Team Sanity, Team Fred side. It's beautiful. It's done so, so well. You can pre-order it now and you can actually print out a PDF that you can stuff in someone's stocking so they can have that uh, for whatever holiday. Well, if it's a stocking Christmas, but you want to give it as a Hanukkah gift, it will probably come... In May, I believe that's what we're talking about. So it's going to be a little bit of time because we don't even finish this fundraise until the end of December. So head to hdtgm.bandcamp.com to find out more or just to our website. And we will tell you everything that you need to know about the very first How Did This Get Made vinyl LP. Oh, it's gorgeous. Gatefold cover and everything. All right, coming up, we will read your questions, comments, and concerns on Oogie Loves. But first, to get in the Oogie spirit, here's a fun deleted scene from the episode where Jason and June dive deeper into their hatred of this movie. We'll be right back after this. Now, June, when did it turn for you? Because when I left you, you were enjoying yourself. Wow. Look at me. I was, well, first of all, I had, I had just finished a venti iced uh, coffee frappuccino, and it was coursing through my veins, and I was ready for something, and I was bracing, and I thought, you know what? You told me, Paul, that it was better than what Jason said last night, because when Jason came backstage, he said he watched 15 minutes of it, and it was the worst thing he's ever seen. It, like, it, I watched 15 to 20 minutes of it a couple of nights ago, and basically had a panic attack. <laughs> yes. I had to take a Xanax and put myself down. Yeah, he's like, this I was like, I so feel difficult. not safe. This is going to be so difficult. So I thought, you know, I'm trying a new way of being. I'm trying to approach things with a lot of positivity. Lead and with love. So, like, I'm trying to lead with love. And so I put Oogie it on. Love. And lead with Oogie Love. <laughs> and I just T-shirt. thought, you know what? This, this is the moment you find yourself in June. Like, go fully in what they're asking you. The movie's asking me to dance. And I did. You know, I did. But there, like, why wasn't this movie a half an hour shorter? Why wasn't it this was movie so a long. half an hour long? Why wasn't this movie? Why wasn't this movie? Why wasn't this movie? Why wasn't this movie a 22 minute episode? of? Why wasn't this movie a YouTube short? Today's podcast is brought to you by 
Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, plus make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, plus with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious. Even in a sea of milk, the crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the Cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new Cinnamon Crunch now at a retailer near you. And learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. Last week, we talked at length about Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure. We had questions, and we might have even missed a few things. Here's your chance to set us straight. Fact check us, if you will. It is now time for corrections and omissions. Corrections and omissions. We ain't rocket scientists. A swing and a miss. Now somebody's pissed. We took a crack, but it weren't a fact. Now the fans are gonna yell at us. Corrections and omissions. Yes, thank you, Damon Gentry, for that amazing theme. We are going to the How Did This Get Made Discord. If you're not there, you're not anywhere. Dr. Guts 1003 writes, I didn't understand why they had each of the celebrities give the Oogie Loves a gift for Schluffy, only then to have them show up at the end via the windy window and blast Schluffy in the face with their own signature presence. That seemed unnecessarily redundant. Not to mention that all the gifts the celebrities gave seemed to be better presents than the balloons themselves, which undercut the importance of getting the balloons in the first place, sentient or not. Well, Oh, look, how are you supposed to know? Okay, the Ogie Loves spent money on sentient balloons. They thought that was super important. Little did they know that other people got better gifts. I mean, that happens to us all, right? You think you got a perfect gift and then your friend gets your other friend a better gift and you're like, oh shit, I feel like a real shit bird right now. They didn't know. The Ogie Loves are doing their best. Stop trying to shame them for giving sentient balloons. By the way, sentient balloons are tough to beat. I mean, personally. Anyway, uh, why did they show up twice? Well, because you had to get your money's worth. I mean, we know. Um, Django writes, Gooby is shocked every time they get a balloon and a face appears on it. After the first one, wouldn't you just expect it? Well, no, Django. There's a rule. A rule is uh, the first time it's odd. The second time, it's a coincidence. And the third time, it's a pattern. Uh, that's like a classic uh, rule of comedy. And so Gooby is, uh, I think after the third one, then you have a point. But you know what? For the first three, this is this is comedy at its highest 
uh, point. Vitrio writes, I'm just going to have to give my theory on why Schluffy is shown sleeping all day. Because pillows only work at night, or as you would say, pillows only work at night. Also, by the way, let me just call this out. Brilliant. Vitrio, brilliant. What you just came up with there. Also, J. Edgar Hoover is the former head of the FBI, which makes it all the more interesting that the movie has him keeping tabs on what the Oogies are doing with an all-seeing window. Whoa, Vitrio, you are digging deep. Are you sure you're not the screenwriter of this? Uh, Sean McBee replies to Vitrio by saying, so I looked up the original PBS show, My Bedbugs, that Oogie Love stole its characters from, and I learned why Schluffy the Pillow is sleeping all the time. The My Bedbugs character was named Snoozy. Why would that be changed to the nonsensical name Schluffy? Well, probably for copyright reasons, is one of the most baffling things that this movie uh, has done. Well, yeah, no, it, it's not. It, it really is. I imagine it's just copyright because if they took Snoozy, maybe they could take one character, but not all the characters. I like Schluffy better. Schluffy is weird. Uh, Sarah Land chimes in. Actually, Schluffy isn't a nonsense word. It's actually a take on a Yiddish word of schluff to sleep or nap, but apparently commonly used to tell kids to go to sleep. By the way, uh, Melissa Rausch uh, from Big Bang Theory played my wife on Black Monday, and that was actually a little term that we used uh, together in the scene that many people responded to. So I have a connection with Schluffy uh, and especially used in that way. Uh, so thank you, Sh uh, Sarah Land, for uh, illuminating this a little bit further. But now let's go to the phones. Hi, Paul. I'm calling from Washington, D.C., and I'm sorry I have to go as no name because I'm mentioning one of my kids. Um, so 10 years ago, before Oogie Loves came out, I was uh, one of a few moms who were invited to go to a pre-release event where we met the writer and director and heard all about how this movie came to be. It was very awkward having to watch the movie with them in the room with us, especially because I could not get my kids to participate at all. And uh, although it was not a great experience, there is one thing that has stuck out to me for the past 10 years that is my favorite part. When Tony Braxton steps out of that plane with that pink dress on, my five-year-old daughter sitting next to me went, oh, which was basically one of many signs leading her to be the out and proud kid that she is today. Thanks for everything you guys do. Finally, a positive thing from the Oogie Loves. I love that. That's amazing. What, what a great look. Just for that, this movie uh, goes up another star. And it's already at four stars, so five stars. Uh, that's awesome to hear. And look, you know what? I get it. Um, next up, Natalie from Detroit. Hi, Paul. This is Natalie. I just got home from the live show in Detroit. Um, I've got an omission and a comment. Uh, first comment is, I think Detroit deserves a little bit of credit. Uh, I think that what other crowd can boo you about the movie choice and then also still do that god-awful dance when you played the clip about doing the Oogie dance. Um, and then the omission that I wanted to call in about is, and we almost got to it, but we were talking about how the cook at the milkshake palace or whatever it is, is a cow. But I guess my question, and one thing we didn't talk about is, where's that milk coming from? All right, that's it. Thanks, bye. Oh, Natalie. That's gross. I know it's all puppets and stuff, but you, that, now, now I'm grossed out. Unless it's like one of those M&M situations. This is a bit that I'm obsessed with that no one finds funny but me. I love these M&M commercials where like they're standing, ne like the M&Ms with the feet and the hands and the arms are standing next to a bowl of regular M&Ms. And they're essentially like presiding over genocide. But like, why are they... <laughs> I can't even do the bit that I love. I am. A, I think there's a bit here and I can't quite find it, but I, I maybe this cow has a bunch of cows in the back hooked up to some robotic udders is what I'm saying, or some utter pumping machine, which now I'm even more grossed out. Stop grossing me out, Natalie from Detroit. Next up, Lee from Ontario. Hey, Paul, this is Lee calling from Ontario, Canada, and I had kind of a wild theory about the Oogie Loves movie and the filmmakers. And I wanted to run it by and get your opinion. So, do you think the possibility exists that the filmmakers of the Oogie Loves were trying to achieve in real life 
what the evil silver shamrock company from Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, was trying to achieve, a.k.a. using children's programming to, you know, kill a bunch of kids and adults. Possibility, maybe? Do we know that the, the, the filmmaker has Irish heritage? I'm just saying it might be worth looking into. Um, I know nobody died watching this movie, but it seemed to unnaturally scramble a lot of people's brains, Jason specifically. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I think it's a possibility. Uh, I love the podcast. Um, I was actually at the Governor Gabby show you guys did in Toronto, and it was legit one of the best nights uh, of my life. You were actually standing very close to me up in the balcony asking somebody a question, and I was going to ask a question, uh, but I chickened out at the time. Your, your, your mustache at the time was uh, very intimidating. Uh, okay, thanks again. Much love to you, June, and Zooks. Take care. Lee! I wish she asked her question. You're a smart guy. And yes, my mustache was intimidating. Look, we don't know if people uh, died from this movie. Because it wasn't, you know, maybe it wasn't documented. You know, that that's the beauty of it. You know, I, I do believe this is a spiritual successor to Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. You didn't have to even tell me after I hear Silver Shamrock. I'm no idiot. Uh, but I love that idea. This is The Ring. This is Ringu for us. Uh, the Oogie Loves. You watch it, and seven days later, your brain gets fried. Uh, all right, back to the Discord. Johnny Unusual writes... Paul claims there are two Oogie Love sequels and a TV show, but I can't find any evidence of the sequels or TV show besides my bed bugs, which came earlier. Dr. Guts follows up by saying, I believe the sequels and TV show were planned, but never came to fruition. Here's an excerpt from a 2012 Entertainment Weekly article that discusses what Weisselman wanted to do. Weisselman is moving forward with two sequels, The Oogie Loves and The Big Family Adventure and The Oogie Loves and The Big Holiday Adventure. Though he might reconsider whether to release them theatrically or straight to DVD, additionally, a TV series initially planned for 2015 will be moved up by at least a year to capitalize on the familiarity with the new characters. The movie's backers remain committed to the brand. It's about the long play, not the short. The financers told me this chapter did not go well, but it's a good story. Well, clearly those backers pulled out because this was essentially a money laundering scheme, right? We found that out. We believe that to be true. I think so. Uh, so yes, I was wrong about that. Um, but you know what? In my hopes and in my heart of hearts, I believe there's a script out there and I challenge you to find it. Find that script. Uh, Mr. Grossum writes, when I heard about the Oogilo's producer's plan to equip each movie theater with special VFX lights that synchronize to the movie, I was reminded of another piece of film that required special equipment in order to be experienced as a creative team intended, namely Fantasia. Despite being released in 1940 and having some technical positive reviews, the impracticality of implementing a fantasy sound, a new type of multi-speaker sound system, uh, kept the movie as something of a financial flop until 1969 when they could remarket it in the psychedelic drug culture. So is Oogilo's just waiting for its renaissance in 30 years will it be featured on unspooled yes it will but you know what we're not talking about these 3dx theaters i love this shit i'm all in on these movie theaters where they shoot bubbles and mist you and lightning strikes and the seats punch you i've i've been at the forefront i saw fast and furious 5 at man's chinese theater in a d-box seat now they have like d-box theaters they're here in la they're in new york I saw Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation there when Tom Cruise is getting punched in the belly. I'm getting punched in the back. When I saw Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, uh, I was on the raft. Water's hitting me in the face. The, she the seat moves. It's the best experience. We need to get Oogie Loves in there for a limited release. I believe that that is a feature that no one wants but me, but I love it so much. Um, Pecan Sandys writes, so Paul mentioned that the IMDb parental guide listed severe language, nudity, violence, and frightening and intense scenes. It was theorized that this was to protect other parents from watching this nonsense. I just want to point out uh, to what creative extent some of the parents went to with the details. One warning says, there is a scene where a character rips another character's eyes out of its sockets. It's a long scene and very gross and gory for young kids. The next one describes scene where a hot air balloon with multiple main characters inside crashes. This is a very sad scene as the balloon quickly plummets to the ground. <laughs> the Oogie loves hold hands and close their eyes. One of them tries to say something, but the balloon hits the ground and the explosion vaporizes them. It's like they're creating a little Oogie loves fan fiction to keep the parents and children safe from this atrocity. Good times. Oh my God. That is amazing. Pecan Sandys. Thanks for getting in there. Uh, so many great corrections and omissions this week, but there can only be one winner. And I mean, it's going to be hard to pick, right? Because we found the beauty. 
of this movie with our anonymous caller from Washington, D.C. We've also fact-checked some things that I never needed to get fact-checked. Um, but I have to say, the person who really brought it all together for me, I think you already know where I'm going, it is Vitrio. Vitrio calling out the J. Edgar Hoover keeping tabs and pillows or pillows working at night are things I never even thought about. So, Vitrio, you win nothing but this amazing song from Caleb Gillow. Hit it, Caleb. You win. want to chime in with your own thoughts about the latest episode hit up the discord at discord.gg slash hdtgm or call us at 619 paul ask coming up june will join me to chat about all the things that we are currently into it takes some dark turns i'm not gonna lie to you we'll be back here's the thing people walmart plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah, save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I never like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry. And they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. People, 
Every Monday, How Did This Get Made is pulling an old episode out of the vault and re-releasing it back into the rotation. Last week, we started off the holiday season with our re-release of Babes in Toyland. And this next week, we are continuing this tradition with Winter's Tale with Andy Daly. Uh, that's a really fun episode. And... Uh, I encourage you to go back and listen to the show uh, when it was, you know, still finding its footing. Coming up on 12 years, people. Burlesque is almost 12 years old, so that means we're almost 12 years old. Now, Jason, unfortunately, could not join me for just chat this week, but our producers put a call into June's agent to see if she'd fill in. And after lengthy negotiations for a chunk of Just Chat's back-end profits, June has graciously agreed to join us. So in honor of June's hometown today, Just Chat's theme comes to us courtesy of Rob from Long Island, by the way, I'm also from Long Island, so it, it, for both of us. Hit it, Rob. How are you, Jen? I'm okay. How are you, Paul? Good. Welcome to Just Chat. Normally, it's Jason and I just chatting. We talk about the things we like, what we're into, what we're watching, what we want other people to watch. And we don't often get a chance to come on the mini episode and just chat with us. Mm, mm, mm. So I'm very excited to have you here. And I know that you have a lot of things you want to chat about. I mean, obviously, the holidays are here. Yeah, and I'm realizing that this was this was formerly known as Quark Chat. Yes. Okay. So that's been rebranded. Rebranded. Recently. We yes, within like the last two or three times. Wow. We have okay. guests on now. Natasha Legero is here. I mean, there's a lot oh. of the stuff I could tell you off air. Okay. Um, I just didn't recognize for a second. I was like, wait, what show am I on? Okay, yeah, you're so on just Quark chat. chat. Is now just chat. Um, which is a part of Last Looks, formerly the mini episodes. <sighs> Are we ever going to land on what it is? Growing, baby. We're growing. <laughs> We're changing it every chance we get. Um, spinoffs. It's like when Who's the Boss? Spinoffs. Remember when Alyssa Milano on Who's the Boss, her city friend came in, and then they went to like modeling school, and they spun that off into a brand new show with Halle Berry. You know, I got to say, I'm so glad we're talking about Who's the Boss, because the chemistry between... Um, Judith Light and Tony Danza was electric. It really was. We, you know, and this and you is don't you don't find that much nowadays. You got to come on my Twitch show, the only <laughs> Who's the Boss recap <laughs> podcast live stream. Look, it's not a joke. We are getting into all this. Well, I was very upset because if you remember, um, when my father was in the ICU and very, very ill, mm -hmm. you had taped up. A photo of Tony Danza naked. Yeah. Very large dick on that man. <laughs> this is beautiful dick. Beautiful black and white photo of Tony Danza's large dick. And he's so happy. He's like, oh, you caught me with my dick out. Like he he's not embarrassed about it, but he's also like not trying to show it off. I think that's what makes it so fun. Because it does feel like it's not a it's not a candid, like oh, they got it's 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 not like, oh, we caught him unaware. It's it's but it's, you caught him, and in the next 10 seconds, he's happy you did. It's like the way that they react in Jackass when you hit him in the balls. It's like, oh, good one. It's a good one. And that's, I think there's something. But yes, I did put that up so in your. you taped it, too. You know, we had, we had taped up while my dad was recovering um, and going through a very serious illness. We had taped up pictures of his grandkids, pictures of his children, you know, so that when he was lucid and awake, he could remind, he could be reminded of what he was fighting for, what he was undergoing, and what it was all for. And so it was a beautiful little collage we had put together, printed out photos, brought photos with us. And then amongst them, among them, there was... Thank you for correcting yourself. <laughs> That picture of Tony Danza. And when my dad woke up, he saw it, you know, and the nurses saw it. Everybody saw it. And um, he said to me, you know, again, just barely, barely hydrated, barely able to speak. He said to me, ah, 
Paul's really demented. <laughs> <laughs> With such, like, resignation, you know, just like, uh I also conned your dad to be on my Sylvester Stallone podcast, which was like a post-first birth project that I did where it was the Sylvester Stallone <laughs> show where he never appeared on the show, and then he had to talk to me about stopping to do the show. And I gave him very little background to do... I don't do... remember this bit. I don't remember this. Oh, yeah, your dad was a full it. guest on the Sylvester Stallone podcast where he said, you got to stop doing this. I think I, I tried to record with him under the guise of tell me what you remember about Sylvester Stallone. And then he got irritated with me. He was all in on the bit. Your dad was your dad was ready to roll with it at any given point. <laughs> he made some podcast appearances. Um, we're going into the holidays now. And I think that like, what is your perfect holiday movie? Do you have a perfect holiday movie? I think you know what that is. I know. <laughs> and I want to say it on record. I want to say it on record. makes nuts. Nora Ephron written and directed? Uh, yes, I believe she directed it. Steve Martin starring Actually, Adam I don't Sandler. Know if she directed it. All of a sudden, I'm questioning that. Um, I think she did. I think she did, yes. It's a great cast. Oh, God. Everyone loves a Christmas Rita comedy. Wilson. And a suicide prevention hotline. <laughs> it's a movie that you re- like you cannot be reasoned with that it's not. Madeline Kahn is in this movie. It's amazing. Liev Schreiber, Adam Sandler, young Adam Sandler, Juliette Lewis. I mean, it is absolutely... Anthony LaPaglia. Anthony LaPaglia giving a wonderful Great. performance. Everybody's just but at the top it's not, of their game. not one of the movies that you want to like pop in, but you I always do. want to pop it in. I absolutely love it. It's so comforting to me. It's so... So dark. It's a weird... It's not though. It's it, it, it's like a play. I'm sure she wrote it as a play, and it. But it, I do think there's enough movement in the movie when, you know, they're running through this the Venice boardwalk, and oh god, I just love it so much. And not you're that right, much movement. It really just stays in one room in an elevator. No, one of the funniest bits, and you laughed very oh, yes, hard at right. it. Is Liev Schreiber when he walks out, and we we realize where he's been living. Um, his performance in it is just next level. He is one of my favorite performers because he's always bringing it. Like he does like, I feel like a progressive ad. And even in that, I'm like, wow. Well, this performance is, pretty good. is so strange and so realized. Um, it's really remarkable. And the dance sequence he has with... Uh, Steve Martin is one of the best things I've seen in my my whole life. So yeah, it's it's it deals with um a suicide prevention hotline center that's about to be um they're about to be evicted from their building and but it's so light and bright and wonderful. I loved it. Well, that's your favorite holiday movie. Well, I just read an article today. One of my favorite holiday movies is Scrooged. The uh, the Bill Murray yeah. film, and yet we haven't seen it in years. Oh, I watch it every year. With who do you watch it with? I mean, I thought you watched it with me. I didn't watch it last. I haven't watched it in years. A lot of times, you are falling asleep. You are you're listening. You're listening to murder, murder doc pots. No, murder but I'm always pots. up for a holiday movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I've tried to suggest a few, but even last night, you're like, let's watch that documentary on. Gislaine Maxwell. Like I was like, let's, let's watch Galane. I was like, let's watch these deleted scenes from Plain Trains Automobiles because it's a new thing. And, and I did watch them, and I you watch about two or three of them, which are great, by the way. They basically unearthed uh, John Hughes's vault, and they got they unearthed it like Geraldo Rivera, like opening <laughs> up. They they just got access to all these extended scenes. It's not not like it was lost and found, but. Uh, people have been begging for these scenes. Like they're like, we need to see the four-hour cut. And you never need to see the four-hour cut of anything. The reason, yes, movies come in longer than they're intended to, especially comedies, because there's beats and whatever. These scenes are very, very funny. But you were like, I could see it in your eyes. You're like, need to get back to that Ghislaine doc. In the hol- like, let's put up the Christmas tree and watch the Ghislaine, the Ghislaine doc. And I, I started watching that last time. I was like, oof, Merry Christmas. Give me a mixed nuts. <laughs> Well, I had already been about 30 minutes into it, so I was, it, I did want to see the end of it. And it then was I, good. And then I woke up this morning. Well, I don't know how good it was, but 
I woke up this morning. Good. You can't say it's a good. Yeah. I woke up this morning in a total and utter rage about Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, you did. And and here's how I know because your phone, your phone was dead and you grabbed my phone. And then what I saw in the search engine, <laughs> all I had was you, I'm sleeping. We've just gotten back from New York. I'm still on New York time. You're bright eyed, bushy tailed, <laughs> reading me the account of Jeffrey Epstein's death. Yeah. Beat by beat. You know, that fucking jail, prison, whatever the fuck it was. Um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very devastated for the victims that they, that he didn't get his day in court and that he couldn't rot um, with his heart still beating for the rest of his fucking life in a prison cell. I am. I'm, I'm absolutely enraged by it. And now I'm on some sort of watch list because the minute I tried to, to open an app that started with a G, I just, my my iPhone opened just to like a, a flurry of Ghislaine pictures. And I was like, oh boy, now I got this cycle. Now, now I'm being watched. Why am I like Fuck checking? Fuck her, maniac. She is described in this movie as a psychopath. And um, I think what I've, I shared with you this morning, I, I don't know how deep just chat goes. Oh, we go deep. Oh, okay. But what I shared with you this morning is that the the, the terrifying thing to me about Ghislaine is... I do feel that um, I would have been in my 20s, teens, really taken with that kind of woman and that she would have had a lot of power over me and that she would have made me feel special, comfortable, blah, blah, blah. And so seeing and reading about what she's what she did and how she made these girls, children feel okay, you know, it's it's... It's just horrifying because she really did. She really did. And again, we don't go that deep normally, but uh, but I'm glad we got a chance to to get, get a little get a little bit into it. I'm just now switching. I don't know how to switch out of it. That's really the well. No, that's why I wanted to, and I'm not done. I'm, I'm okay, after done. just chat is over. I'm gonna go back in. I've I watched about 20 minutes while I was packing, and then I'm gonna go back in and finish it up. Um, I do know she's been sentenced, and I hope I, I think she got 20 years. It sounds like, but I, I mean, I, I need to understand more about the charges, et cetera. But I, I hope she fucking rots in hell. Well, okay, I, hope I get she rots it. In hell. I get it. I get it. And look, and again, so we're talking about the holidays are here. Pop yeah. and mix nuts. Follow it down with a Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell doc. All the things that we're enjoying in the holidays. Now, well, I do. Today was a big day in our house. We yeah, because we, today was the day. We decorated. We did decorate everything. And and you are very upset with me because my grandma used to have these like wooden figurines, these like Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens themed wooden figurines. I don't know how to describe them. They are scary if looking. Well, if you've seen them, I think some people do have a reference point for them. They're the car- they're, they're carolers, right? So all of them have their mouths wide open in sort of a singing oh, position. Like a oh, they're all <laughs> big oh. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's more of an oh, you're right. Oh. But they're called, um, what's their official, what's their Christian name? I don't know. It, there's a long name. There's many dolls and they're all sold in these things. And my grandmother left her house and she had literally 125 of these dolls to which I asked, may I have a few? And she said, no, the set cannot be broken up. And she gave them to my, uh, one of my cousins who I love dearly. And I don't want to take 125 dolls from my cousin, but I also was like, I don't think that he can display 120. I don't think anyone well, can display 125. But dollars. her point was like they're they they're telling a story together. It wasn't even her like, point was I don't want to break up the set as if they were a, a grouping of children. It's like I can't separate the family, like because then they'll grow up. And, and the crazy thing was now I'm looking back on this and I'm like I don't think she was upset. I don't think she was feeling like your cousin's dolls wouldn't make sense if if he had 120, if you had five. It wasn't that his 120 wouldn't make sense together. It was that your five wouldn't make a lick of sense together. Well, like, they would be chaotic. They would they would have a home and yet be so homeless. And then this is the issue that I have, because now I express this to, mm-hmm. not not to you, my lovely wife, but to uh, my parents. Family, yes, yeah. and they all decide to buy uh 
these dolls for me that I don't really even well, because long story short, you didn't get any of the dolls. You I didn't, didn't get the dolls. You didn't get any of the the and, and by the way, grandmother is living, doing quite well. Ninety five years old. Yes, but great. You didn't get any of the dolls. My grandma did a weird thing where she uh, like did her will as a like people say a living will. She. <laughs> barters her stuff out and then will consistently ask for things back and then reassign them to other people. Uh, the, the will is a, the will is kind of like where like most people get to be like, Oh, when I die, this will be yours here. She's like, as I live, I will determine who will keep these after I pass. So it's a very different way to go. It, listen, it, it, it is an amazing um, way to rule. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Um, but you didn't get the dolls. Well, yes, a lot of people have purchased these dolls for you now. And we have more dolls than I ever thought we'd have. Now, I didn't even want the. You know, here's the thing. I didn't even want these dolls. I only wanted you the doll. You did want the doll. I wanted Don't the doll. Don't take the position now if you didn't want them. I no, was no, with I, you. I remember I what I wanted happened. those dolls. You wanted those dolls because they were special memories. Sentimental, yeah. Sentimental dolls. But you did want those dolls. Yeah, but the sentimental, I didn't, like, it was like, do you... <laughs> It's like I wanted something from my grandmother's house, not like that you remembered. Yes. yes. It wasn't like you would take those dolls from anywhere. Right. Yeah. And but yet this is now the position I'm forced happened. into. And now people don't understand how okay, the dolls but this do. Okay. It's so funny that you're that you are making fun of your grandmother because you to- so so today the dolls came came out. The dolls that people have purchased now over the last couple of years since Paul did not receive them. And dolls. I do like to keep them in the Charles Dickens Christmas Carol world. That's the well, that's that the world we'll that I into. Okay. So all of the dolls are fine. I mean they're they're a little odd looking, I'm not gonna lie, but they're Christmassy and fine except for one. Well okay you have an issue with this because all right so I really wanted to tell tell the story. I really want to uh, explore the story of the carolers through Charles Dickens' immortal classic, <laughs> The Christmas Carol. Uh, and so uh, we have like, uh, we have uh, we have a Marley, we have a Scrooge, we have a ghost of Christmas present, and we also have a ghost of Christmas, Christmas future, future, which you think I've like gotten like some sort of satanic doll in the house. Okay. Once you explained it, I said, of course, that's who that is. But it's it is very frightening looking. Well, most of them are British uh, people, uh, you know, very happily carrying hens or fish or looking happy, caroling. And this one character has no face. He is completely covered in a cloak, carrying uh, a tombstone in his hand. Yes, uh, it says drag- Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge on the tombstone. And he's faceless and with a heavy hood and cloak. Nice and made. Nice and made. Okay, so the dolls were sitting on a cabinet last year. And because they were all together in a big clump, I was able to hide. Not a clump, but I know they were positioned according to their (laughs) storylines. They were relating to each other in some sort of way. It's my my I know, I know, I know. But I was able in that setting to place the ghost of Christmas future in the back. Now, yeah, you're always hiding this guy. Well, so this this morning, it's part of the story. It's a major the, part of the story. This morning, when the dolls came out, we opened the box with the dolls in them. I said, I had a, I did have a vision because a part of my Halloween decor that's gone over very well that people love to comment on is that I've taken our staircase because our staircase is a little there's a little bit of landing that comes out of the staircase. So when you walk in our front door, you can actually Eye level, you can see. So I put on Halloween different little figurines. So here's a pumpkin. Here's a skull. Here's a crow. We're both weirdos. On the, well, that's Halloween. That's the time. That's oh, actually I'm just saying that where, we're both like getting into a lot of decorating. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't call that weird. Okay, we're just sure. decorating for Halloween. So I had done that the last <laughs> two years and to much success. And then... You say to me So today. I say to Paul, I say, oh, my God, let's have the dolls on the staircase, each on that little landing piece all the way up the stairs. And it came to me like from the beyond. Now, Paul gets his, so Paul gets his, his dolls out. 
You know, there's no other way to put it. His dolls. They're not my dolls. And here's the thing. I don't. Of course they're they, your dolls. They, they, they are my dolls by default. Dolls, like now they, they were given to me. They weren't like I. They, and like, you received them and now they're your dolls. That's fine. But they are your dolls. I would say I have more of an attachment to the Christmas village than the dolls. I don't need any more dolls. And I will say they're that. They're both n- yours. You might love your Christmas village more, but that's they're both yours. And now I'll say this one thing about this. I do get upset. Like now as somebody who's saying they're not my dolls. I mean, they are my dolls. Technically, I've been. <laughs> given them like i've been they've been forced upon me uh but i will say this when you buy me a doll that's out of the dickens world i'm pretty pissed off at you because now i have to figure out how to i gotta figure out how to get this non-brit this this is this is where this okay so this came into play so i see as i'm putting finishing touches on the tree um i see out of the corner of my eye paul has placed the murder doll uh, directly in the middle of the stairs so that when you open the door, it's eye line. And as you know, when you go to supermarkets, targets, like the products that are at eye level, they pay for that placement. Like I brands guess. pay for that. You're because, not like blowing my mind with no, this but, fact. Okay, okay but, <laughs> but I'm saying you gave, you gave that fucking murder doll, the death doll, the prime well, I was telling piece a story. I was telling a story on the stairwell. <laughs> I mean, the, the story it was it was leading up to that point. It just so, happens to be okay. the height level of okay. where he was at was where the story okay, was. Concluded. So, just chatters. I I said to Paul, I said, no, no, there's no way, no how this doll is staying right here. We got to push the doll either way down or way up. And then Paul's telling me we can't we can't replace him with that little girl because she's got a long stocking or something that has no, to hang over they, the No, 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 no. The, the young children are modern-day children. Okay, so his big thing is, again, much like his grandmother, Apple doesn't fall that far from the tree. Aye, aye, aye. He's not willing to break up the set. I'm not He's gonna, not willing to I'm not going to drop... Dickensian- <laughs> Characters. With like 1950 Americana, I'm not going to do it. It makes a very big difference. It makes it looks weird. It, their characters are not right. I refuse. I refuse it. I refuse it. It's the same type of people who do these like um, these like Christmas uh, villages, and then all of a sudden there's like a Clark Griswold house in there. No, 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 no. Okay, and I do. God, I I I respect the hell out of it, Paul, and I this. All only makes me love you so much more. So I do think we came to somewhat of a compromise. We moved him around a little bit. And we moved him around. You don't seem thrilled with where he is. But at least I didn't put an Americana doll in that area. <laughs> like not and not an American girl doll, Americana like this whatever this other thing is. Like I don't even know. It's not really even that got two Santas. <laughs> I don't need two Santas. I don't even want a Did Santa. Did you put rep- that other Santa away? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want another Santa. I don't need two Santas on the stair. I, we already have one. We don't need to see. I would. I would actually. I'm going to put book in end? a formal request to, book to either end? bookend or can we move that Santa? Why don't we put all the Dickens characters put, on the stairs and we'll take all of the Americana characters and put them somewhere else? No, are there enough? Two, no, no, it's not because they are also, the Americana ones don't look as good. <laughs> <laughs> I can get into this more, but I. I I sound like I'm it. They may make a documentary about me that you're going to watch. <laughs> they may have to put me to jail at this point. Okay, um, speaking of, last thing I'll say, because I know we got to wrap it up. But speaking of dolls, I don't know if you've talked about scare tactics on Just Chat. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was going to set you up for something else, but please tell us this, because I can't even know where this is going. Oh, my God. There is an episode of Scare Tactics where this one actor... One of the best. One of the best. God, he's fucking good. But he... Friends with Rob Hubel. I had no idea. I'd love to have yeah. him on Just Chat to talk about... Have love... you had? Yeah, have you had no, him on your should, Twitch this show? is a great idea. I mean, babe, he's literally... He's a star. So I encourage... I his name is Jerry. I encourage everyone to go to the episode of Scare Tactics where this actor plays, you know, the, the the Mark is this woman who thinks she's going to cater um, a party. And she shows up and this man, this actor, approaches her and he's like, yeah, I just, um, my friends are inside and I just don't want you to be weird around them. Like, just please, they're very wealthy. They're very, Jerry Lambert, there he is. 
they're very serious and I just don't want you to, you know, upset them. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. He's like, please, just just be normal, be cool. And she walks into the room with him. And there are mannequins everywhere, placed in different positions, One of the toasting, uh, talking to each other, all mannequins. And look on her face. And she goes, oh, oh. And he goes, offer my guests some drinks, please. And... It unfolds, and it is one of, and his acting in it is so fucking good. And she realizes, because he then says to her, I'd love you to be one of my guests in a dinner party or something really fucking yes. crazy, and she runs out, blah, blah, blah. By the way, Are I want to- scared? Yes, you're on scare tactics, but Jerry Lambert gives the performance of a lifetime. He also does the one where the wife is in the coma. Oh, yeah. He does all of- all of the greats, okay? All of the classic. And so does Lauren Ashway, I know, has now been on yeah, many, things. many, many things. And so it's it's just wonderful to see our Scare Tactics um, cast doing so well out in the world because we just saw Jerry Lambert. In the Santa Clauses. In, in the Santa Clauses on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was a thrill to see him out there. Uh, the, 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 the prank is called uh, Party Forever. Party uh, Forever. And if you type in Scare Tactics Classics, Party Forever Parts oh, 1 and 2. Classic. Um, I guess they're all mannequins. It. Oof. So good. Yeah. Um, he's great. Uh, Wife in Coma was another great one with him. Uh, by the way. But anyway, that's yeah, what I was just going to yeah. say. Another man with dolls. You know, another man with, with many, many dolls. And by the way, I feel like all these things we just talked about all kind of come together. Uh, perfectly. Uh, so June, thank you for joining me on Just Chat. It's oh, been a pleasure. I love Just Chat. I can't wait to um, come on again if you'll have me. I would love to have you. And I know that before we go for the holidays, you have one product that you want to tell everybody about. You don't have to give you a full sale, but you want to at least just tell people about the Beats Flex. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I would love, actually, the easiest way to do this is it's I'm only releasing one product on my gift guide. Uh, for for this Christmas and so and the holidays. So please head to my Instagram and I give two, I posted two videos. I might post another one. So look out because I've been getting a lot of DMs, a lot of comments. This is not this is not a paid ad. This is not this is oh, a yes, true I, I, June Diane. Like I need like you you woke me from a slumber once again to tell me <laughs> I have to make a TikTok about these Beats Flex and and I was like, yes, they're oh, okay. Beats Flex headphones, and no one's paying you. They're the only thing that's on my gift guide this year. And by the way, I came home and I saw like we have ten Beat Flexes here. I told you, I'm giving them out to everyone I care about this Christmas. Wow, do I get one of those? Um, maybe. Wow. All right. It's an expensive stocking stuffer, but they were on sale for Black Friday, so. Um, see if you can get them. I promise you, you will not regret it. And if you want more information, head to my Instagram and uh, you can watch my reviews. Well, that's it for June. I mean, we really ran the gamut. Jason and I, you know, our our, our chats pale in comparison. June, the incomparable June Diane Raphael. Check her out on Chick TikTok and make sure TikTok. you listen Chick Chock. <laughs> Chick Talk, which is where all the ladies make all their great vids. Um, but also, if you're not listening to The Deep Dive, you are missing out on uh, a show that I would love to listen to, but I'm forbidden to hear. Um, but everyone tells me how great it is. <laughs> <laughs> now that we got Oogie Loves out of the way, let's talk about next week's movie. We are going from Oogie Love to Puppy Love. That's right. Next week, we are watching the 2019 made-for-TV movie 12 Pups of Christmas. If you live in San Francisco, you can come see us this weekend, December 3rd. We'll be there uh, talking about this live. Uh, here's a short breakdown of the plot. A recently single canine therapist gets a new job at a dog GPS locator company where her self-centered boss tasks her with finding homes for 12 puppies before Christmas. This movie has zero views on Rotten Tomatoes, so instead we'll turn to Amelia Copeland on Letterboxd, who says, I always try to find something nice to say about movies I watch because people worked hard on them, but this seriously, whew, the only redeeming feature about this movie are the dogs, and it's an insult to every single one of them that they had to be involved in this absolute atrocity. Listen to the trailer. Welcome to Doggone. You must be here. We've been expecting you. Tell me, what is it that a canine therapist does? I help people and dogs learn to live better through nonverbal communication. Dogs are only happy if their owners are happy. Well, might as well go ahead and put you to work. 
We're gonna need you to get rid of these little monsters by Christmas. I think I'd like to tackle your disdain for dogs. No. You can't have a company for dogs if you don't like them. Oh, I love this movie. June and I watch this on our own, not even for the podcast. I can't wait for you to see it. You can watch 12 Pups of Christmas for free on Hulu, Tubi, and Pluto TV, or you can rent it on Apple TV, YouTube, or Amazon. I encourage you to check out Hoopla and Canopy, which are digital media services offered by your local public library that allow you to borrow music, movies, audiobooks, ebooks, comics, and more for free. That is it for the show. Remember to rate, review us. It helps. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure you are following us. Visit us on social media at HDTGM. And for commercial-free access to How Did This Get Made and our entire archive and so much more, sign up for Stitcher Premium for a free one-month trial. Use the offer code BONKERS. A big thanks to our producers, Scott Sani and Molly Reynolds, our movie-picking producer, Avril Halley, our engineer, Devin Bryant, and our publisher, July Diaz. We will see you next week for 12 Pups of Christmas. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.